The Graphic Histories Podcast. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Graphic Histories Podcast. My name is Andre Mayette. Big thanks to Ukla the Mock for our theme song, Superpowers. And big thanks to you for tuning in once again to the Graphic Histories Podcast. This is episode number 32. Uh, and today's subject is Captain Boomerang, a long-standing Flash villain and a big part of, uh, well, the Suicide Squad, essentially, in the new movie. Although I wasn't a big fan of the new film. I did think that Jay Courtney in the role was was good, and I'm excited that he is going to be in the James Gunn uh, sort of sequel, I guess, although it looks like they're changing quite a few things than what initially was there. So uh, I'm very excited to see James Gunn's version of it, and I'm excited that they kept Captain Boomerang on that team because I liked that version of the character, and I'm excited to see where they go with it. Uh, As you'll hear, the comic book version was quite different, but as it is with histories and histories and years and of uh, comic continuity, character shift and change over the years, and uh, that character has shifted quite quite a lot. Uh, the character always skewed a bit older. However, in uh, the movies, they, they went with the younger version. However, in the comics, there has been several versions of Captain Boomerang. We'll touch a little bit on that. Mostly Digger Harkness and his son, who took over the role for a, a brief period of time which uh, we will focus on as we get into it. Um, in the regular world, not a lot going on in my neck of the woods. Uh, Nova Scotia has been managed to keep quite a bit of the COVID stuff down. We have had a, have had a bit of a flare-up, but it is significantly less than any of the other provinces. Our population is less, but we also have some pretty tight restrictions. Uh, the Halifax area has been kind of on a lockdown for a couple of weeks. You're allowed to leave for work and stuff, but then suggesting people don't go in or come out of the area just until the numbers go down, which they are starting to. So it seems like it is working, which is very good to hear because this is a real tough thing and uh, we are really need to stick together, you know, do the do what the, the experts suggest to help and stop the spread. And I hope that you are doing your part as well as keeping your sanity as best you can. Christmas is coming. Uh, I'm a big fan of the holiday. I've, uh, you know, I like a lot of holidays. I think it's fun. It's a good excuse to to kind of celebrate, to have fun with friends and family. Yeah, I like I like to buy gifts for people, so it's fun to do that. And I will probably be centering a few episodes of this, maybe one or two, on, you know, some Christmas or holiday themed characters. Maybe even to dive deep into see how much of a history Santa Claus has had in the Marvel universe. Maybe I could do a whole episode just on him. Or the DC Universe version. I'm sure he's popped up here or there as well. Either or. Maybe both. Who knows? Who knows? The future is bright. Do you like Christmas? If so, what's your favorite Christmas film? Did you just answer it loud? Well, it may surprise you to know that I couldn't hear you. However, I hope you said something fun. Because I love Christmas movies. I get a great joy out of watching them every year. Uh, Yesterday I watched Black Christmas. A Canadian horror film. Kind of a proto-slasher. 
It, uh, many see it as a precursor to John Carpenter's Halloween, which a lot of people thought was sort of the first slasher, although this movie kind of came out before it. And I believe Carpenter got a lot of inspiration for Halloween from it, specifically, you know, the first person point of view uh, through the killer's eyes as he walks around. And uh, apparently, in conversation while discussing what a sequel to Black, uh, Black uh, Christmas would look like, Carpenter kind of had a germ of an idea that worked his way into Halloween, so it owes a lot to that film, that classic film, which I feel like isn't mentioned enough when people talk about classic horror movies. It was a very good one. I, I very much enjoyed it. So, without much further ado, and and uh, feel free to drop me a line. Let me know what your favorite Christmas movie is or what Christmas-themed comic character you think would make for an interesting episode of the, the podcast. I'd be happy to take a look. But uh, as for now, we will get into the DC Comics villain, Digger Harkness, Captain Boomerang. Secretly the illegitimate son of an American soldier and Australian woman, Harkness was raised in an Australian town called Kurumbura, in poverty during which time he developed great skill in making boomerangs and using them as weapons. As a young adult, he was hired as a performer and boomerang promoter by a toy company, which was unbeknownst to him, owned by his biological father. It was at this time that he developed the Captain Boomerang persona that he would continue to use in his later criminal career. Audiences ridiculed him, and a resentful Harkness turned to using his boomerangs for crime. When he began committing crimes, he threw suspicion off himself by briefly pretending another man was impersonating him, showing his parents, really crooks, to the Flash after the Flash caught him next to a crime spree. He nearly succeeded in killing the Flash after knocking him out with a boomerang, then try tying him to a giant boomerang that he fired, which then got sent into space and then fell into the ocean. However, the Flash was able to escape from his friction-proof bonds by quickly vibrating his molecules. He also increased the boomerang's velocity so much he was able to use it to defeat and jail Harkness and the two crooks. He became a recurring enemy of the Flash, typically by devising altered boomerangs which could produce astonishing effects. Some would explode, others had razor-sharp edges. And using them ruthlessly, he became a staple of the rogues gallery, a group of villains dedicated to opposing Flash, and who were first organized after Gorilla Grodd broke them out of jail. Though captured when Flash made their weapons hit each other, they continued to act together. Later on, Harkness became a less-than-effective member of the Suicide Squad in exchange for being pardoned for his crimes. However, Captain Boomerang's grating personality and blatant racism, among other things he constantly referred to black team member Bronze Tiger as Abo, caused considerable friction among his teammates, and he was considered to be dangerous, vicious, cowardly, and undependable member of the team, dysfunctional even by the squad standards, and equivalent of a class clown. Amanda Waller, the squad's commanding officer, characterized Captain Boomerang as a jerk and a screw-up. This was not an undeserved reputation, as among other things, Harkness simply watched as his teammate Mindboggler was shot in the back, even while he could have easily saved her. Mindboggler had earlier used her mind-manipulating abilities on Harkness to shut him up when he was verbally abusing another team member. He also manipulated another team member, Slipknot, into running away from the action just to see if the explosive bracelets the squad members wore really did activate if the wearer attempted to escape. Unfortunately for Slipknot, they did. He was scared to learn Ifrit, an artificial intelligence used by the rival team The Onslaught, had been created based upon Mindboggler's thought patterns and revealed what had happened. 
While in the squad, Harkness also briefly took up the mantle of Mirror Master to commit robberies. However, this career was cut short when he was caught and brought to Waller, who put an end to it by tricking him into a fake assault scene, where he was forced to change constantly between Mirror Master and Captain Boomerang. She rescinded the benefits Harkness had been given, such as an apartment in New Orleans, and a status as a voluntary member of the squad. Many times, Digger would have to be tricked into battle, but when faced with enemies, he proved more than competent in upholding his end of the fight. Harkness also would play a few undercover roles for the squad, convincingly managing to be other slimy criminal types. Later, Digger would try a simple series of pranks for amusement, hitting various members of the squad with pies. For a time, suspicion had been diverted from him because he had used his skills to pie himself, seemingly being hit by the assailant from behind a wall. When the Suicide Squad confronted Digger as the culprit, he lost his temper and shouted that they could not really punish him since he was already in prison and in the Suicide Squad. He asked Waller, what are you going to do about it, fat lady? Waller dropped her from a helicopter onto a deserted island. Due to various events, mainly Waller breaking many rules by having a criminal gang ruthlessly gunned down, the squad broke up for a year. When Waller was approached again because she was needed, she reformed the team and had Digger picked up. He was at that time trying to construct a massive boomerang to take him back to the mainland. Harkness revealed a deep patriotism to his home country of Australia, though his countrymen do not care at all for him, and a tremendous fear of being laughed at. Teammate Deadshot commented he often wished he had killed Harkness, most notably after his drinking led them to miss a plane, and to Deadshot losing his uniform and entering a depressive phase because of it. Ironically, when Boomerang pulled strings to have the suit restored to Deadshot, Lot and Psyche had passed into a phase that led him to loathe it. Harkness remained with the squad until it was disbanded after a successful mission in Diablo Verde. However, despite being a somewhat trusted employee, Harkness still was quite immoral and greedy, selling out Adam Cray, the Adam, for half a million dollars. Digger later showed up in Superboy with another squad. While on a mission to destroy an underwater criminal hideout, he was shot through the hands by Deadshot and apparently fell to his death. He later appeared in the pages of Flash with cybernetic hands alongside four other rogues. They were given a chance by fellow rogue, Abra Cadabra, to become much more than they ever were. Unfortunately for Captain Boomerang, Captain Cold, Mirror Master, Weather Wizard, and Heatwave, Cadaver's promise of glory was actually a ruse to free Neuron and empower himself. Neuron then resurrects the five rogues, superpowering them and sending them on a bloody rampage that destroys much of the Flash's hometown and kills thousands. Eventually, the Flash and Linda Park free the rogues, and the dead are restored to life. After being returned to life, Boomerang and the rogues, along with the Trickster, sought out an artifact that would protect them from Neuron, should he ever take an interest in them again. The Trickster accompanied them to help an old ex-girlfriend recover her kidnapped son. In the end, the Trickster found the boy who turned out to not only be the prophesied agent of a god, but also the trickster's son. He was also able to convince Neuron to leave the rogues alone, with the rogues either coming away darker from their experiences, or seeking enlightenment, like Heatwave, who retired with the monks. Captain Boomerang is also involved with the Joker Last Laugh event. After having suffered a mishap with one of his exploding boomerangs, Digger is transferred by ambulance to Keystone City. En route, the ambulance is attacked by Jokerized Deadshot, who decides to lend his old pal a hand by injecting him with the Joker's serum. The serum healing factor revives Digger, who is cured of his massive bloody body burns, and ready to attack the Flash at Ironhide's prison. However, once there, he is choked unconscious by Jokerized Pied Piper. Captain Boomerang was later killed in the Identity Crisis miniseries by Jack Drake, the father of Tim Drake, also known as Robin. Digger had been sent by the real killer to attack Jack Drake, only the killer double-crossed Digger and sent Drake a warning and a pistol to defend himself. The killer later defended the action by saying that Boomerang was hired because he was such an incompetent that Jack would only need to pull the trigger and he would be safe. Digger managed to kill Drake, but not before he was shot himself. 
Digger was later temporarily revived by Agent James Jesse, the former trickster, during the Rogue War storyline. When Jesse used unspecified technology to temporarily revive Boomerang in an attempt to find out information about the Rogue's current hideout. However, Jesse was called away due to the latest attack by the Rogues before Harkness's revival, meaning that the only person present when Harkness was briefly reanimated was Ashley Zolomon, the estranged wife of Hunter Zolomon, a former Reverse Flash, who had been brought in based on her expertise in dealing with rogues. During his brief return to life, Harkness asked Ashley to tell his son that he loved him and warned him never to reveal his mother's real name out of fear that the rogues would kill him. In the Blackest Night crossover, his remains are reanimated as a member of the Black Lantern Corps, and he joins the reanimated Jack and Janet Drake. John and Mary Grayson, Tony Zuko, and the original Batman's deceased rogues gallery members in an attempt to take the life of the current Batman and Red Robin. They were met with interference from Dead Man, who had possessed the body of Etrigan the Demon. Their attack is ultimately called off when Batman and Red Robin cryogenically freeze themselves, leaving no motions for the Black Lanterns to target. Harkness later joins other reanimate members of the rogues to target their still-living members. However, the battle results in a draw on both sides. Harkness's son, Owen, arrives and takes him away from the battle, believing he can bring his father back. Digger convinces his son that he needs to feed upon the living in order to stay alive, so Owen lures people, such as newcomer villain Sandblast, to a pit at a construction site where Digger is waiting. The rogues track Owen down, Captain Cold berating him on how foolish he is to believe Digger's lies. When they discover the remains of a family nearby, Captain Cold reminds Owen that the rogues don't kill women or children. He shoves Owen into the pit where Digger rips out his son's heart. A black ring then flies down to make Owen a Black Lantern. The Black Lantern Harkness and his son are then encased in ice by Captain Cold. Digger manages to escape and join in a mass battle against the heroes where he is brought back to life and rejuvenated. He appears confused as to what is going on before being knocked out by the Flash. During the Brightest Day prologue, Digger is seen locked in an Iron Heights cell. He is then visited by Tim Drake, whose father Harkness had murdered. Tim tells him if he tries to escape, he will hunt him down personally. He's later given a message from Captain Cold saying that if he wants to be one of the rogues again, he has to prove it by escaping from prison on his own. After being beaten by guards, Digger is being seen to be in the medical bay where he suddenly finds himself able to create boomerangs out of energy that explode on contact. When not understanding where this new power came from, Digger used it to escape Iron Heights and attacks the renegades where they are trying to apprehend the Flash for murdering Mirror Monarch. Shortly after, he finds himself confronting a wounded Flash. Captain Boomerang is at one point contacted by the Entity, instructs him to throw a boomerang at Don Granger. After seeing the vision, his powers go out of control, causing him to attack everyone, including his fellow rogues. Afterwards, Captain Boomerang sneaks into Iron Heights, where Professor Zoom is locked up. Boomerang releases him in hopes that Zoom might help him understand his version of the Entity's message. However, Professor Zoom refused to answer and escaped as Digger was confronted by the rogues. Captain Cold beats up Digger for freeing Professor Zoom, then Digger explains to him the importance of the Entity's message. Later, Captain Boomerang is contacted once again by the Entity, who tells him that he must complete his tasks, prompting Digger to travel to Star City's forest, which by now is surrounded by a white barrier. While there, Captain Boomerang discovers that he is the only one who can enter the forest. Within the wooded area, Captain Boomerang finds Dawn and throws a boomerang at her. Hawk, however, fails to catch the boomerang, and instead the boomerang is caught by Deadman, who ends up dying in the process, and Hawk is left to knock Captain Boomerang unconscious after the Entity proclaims Captain Boomerang has completed his task and his life is restored to him. The Entity reveals to him that the Boomerang was part of a plan to free Hawk from his role as an Avatar of War from the Lords of Chaos. His act of saving Dawn would have broken the hold the Lords of Chaos have on Hawk and allow Hank to be true to himself. In the aftermath of Brightest Day, Captain Boomerang lost his White Lantern abilities. However, as he seeks out a way to regain his lost power, he is prevented by Red Robin, who is stalking him, 
during the struggle. Red Robin, who had lost his father due to Captain Boomerang, allows him to live and leaves him in police custody. George Harkness returns as Captain Boomerang in the New 52, a 2011 reboot of the DC Comics universe. Captain Boomerang and a new character called Yo-Yo join the Suicide Squad to replace the deceased members Savant and Voltaic. He tells the team that he is the new field commander for the Suicide Squad upon being placed in that position by Amanda Waller. But this is a further revealed to be a setup orchestrated to give him a bargaining chip to bypass an armed basilisk militia led by the sister of one of his victims. Realizing the trap, Boomerang attempts to use a detonator he was given that is supposed to be connected to the microbombs in each Suicide Squad member's skin. It fails to function and Deadshot mocks him for thinking that Waller would trust him with that kind of power before shooting his hand. It is later revealed in the series that Captain Boomerang is working for Basilisk as the Suicide Squad is captured. Captain Boomerang is seen escorting the squad to the concentration camps of the Basilisk militia. Captain Boomerang frees Deadshot and the rest of the squad and reveals that he was Waller's undercover agent all along. While battling the militia, Captain Boomerang is knocked out by Black Spider, who is revealed as a traitor to the team. In the Watchmen sequel, Doomsday Clock, Captain Boomerang and his fellow rogues are among the villains that attend the underground meeting held by Riddler that talks about the Superman theory. When some villains were talking about relocating to Condique, Captain Boomerang mentions that the Suicide Squad went MIA during an assassination attempt there, where Captain Boomerang mentions that he barely made it out of Condique alive. of Digger Harkness, Captain Boomerang, touching in a little bit about his son. Could have went deeper into that character, but I was trying to focus on Digger Harkness the most. However, maybe in a future episode we can do his son, uh, Owen Harkness, and uh, the um, you know the, his version of Captain Boomerang, which was kind of short-lived. Sadly, it seems in DC Comics, well, in comics in general, they often try to to reignite some some interest or some some flair into certain characters by giving them younger versions or making the son inherit the mantle, but it seems like it's only a matter of time before they fade away or conveniently die and they bring back the original. So it seems as though the uh, the enduring characters has been the original Digger Harkness, who is a great character, and I'm excited to see where they go with him. As I mentioned in James Gunn Suicide Squad, super pumped for that. So, thank you very much for tuning in, True Believers, and I will be back next week with a brand new episode as I continue to spread the holiday cheer across the podscape. Thank you very much for tuning in. I will see you next time.